0: Hey guys, welcome to another Sklarbro Country The Virus Edition. Uh, We love doing this pod for you. Hope you had a good weekend. We're recording this on the Friday before, so if the world blew up over the weekend, we're sorry. Uh, We'll still release it though. At least we released it when the world is a barren wasteland. You got us. us. If we get two views after an apocalypse, I'll take it. Two. I'm going to count that as a great i be like, video. hey, we got a like. Is it getting any hits? Is it getting any hits? Is it getting any hits? Getting any hits? Uh, these are the Pandy Pods. This is uh, The Basement Takes. I love that, Ed Ellington. If that's Ed Ellington who came on, I'm with giving that. it to Ed Ellington. Whether the Basement it is or not. Takes. Uh, we are the Sklar Brothers, and this is what we do daily podcast, 30 minutes every day to give you a little break. Uh, no charts. No uh, predictions, no death toll rates, no stock market. We're not, none of that. We're not talking about that right now. We're making fun of uh, some silly decisions being made through this process. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to find what's funny in these moments and we're venting to you about our lives. How are you feeling, by the way, Rand, through this uh, process? I feel okay. I saw a guy running down the street. And people are running. That's like a big thing. A lot on, of running going on On right nextdoor.com. And maybe we'll do a whole episode where we just explore <laughs> just one, several posts on nextdoor.com. We'll just go through all. Saw a that. guy running. Don't trust him. Nextdoor.com. Nextdoor.com is the beginning of racism. Right. Well, it's like a time. <laughs> it theory. is. But then there's a moment where if you see somebody and you're trying to describe them, no matter how you, if you're trying to give an accurate description, you there's no way you can't sound like a racist. Because even if you identify, hey, there's a white guy running. Why? Why white. the fact is he's white. Why does that have to do? Why does that well, have to do anything? Because we're trying to help you. That no. So people are running. Okay? So nextdoor.com is a tattletale site. Yeah, and I I'm t- telling on you. I on told the, the web. story. So there was a chicken running loose in Silver Lake. It was. Is there anything more Silver Lake, Los Angeles, than a chicken running wild? And someone was talking about it and how it looked like it was crazy and then of course my wife Amy had to poke the nextdoor.com bear if you will and she said um, she commented on it how funky was that chicken you-, you can't do that because then someone followed that up with a comment uh, that is a real chicken with real problems and real issues. To which my daughter, Daisy, then 14 years old, took that quote and put it on the dry erase board. Where you guys had it lived in our kitchen for months. That That is is a a real real chicken chicken with real real problems problems and real issues. Crazy lady from nextdoor.com. At least she gave her, attributed to something. She was almost too nice to that woman. So there's a big issue about running. I don't know if people are walking in their neighborhoods, and hopefully you're listening to this podcast, getting a little bit of fresh air. Maybe you're walking around your lawn. Maybe you're trying to find that one moment where people aren't out and you can walk through your neighborhood, and that is actually good and healthy for the soul and the body. But there's a lot of people. There are a lot of people walking in my neighborhood, and people are running and sweating and breathing out, and you know, putting all their whatever they're out into the world, and it's bothering people. And the truth is that, and my wife wants to post on. I'm like, do don't, not. You already messed up that spot. Don't post on Nextdoor.com. So she wants to post on Nextdoor.com. If you're running in Silver Lake, I'm Close like, your no, mu- shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, and you go into the street. If you're running, don't take the running path. You go. If you have to run, she's gonna make you go into make a lot of running So that before. was like a big discussion. In my, head. if you have to run, the walkers get the right of way because you're on a walking path, and she feels very, very strongly of it, so strongly that like now I have to feel strongly about it. You know how so, those. So you're you know, you know those issues. Digi- she literally was like, digitally hold my beer. Yeah, I'm digi- going in. She was like, digitally, like, I'm gonna digitally hold you back. <laughs> digitally hold my nine wests. Hold, hold my, my nine, earrings. Hold, my, nine hold my clip-ons. I'm going in. Hold my weave. I'm going in on this. I was fight. like, no, no, this is not a Caribbean brunch no. on Real Housewives As of Real NBA, uh, NBA wives. No, no, you got to stay back. Let this run its course. That's right. No pun intended. Yeah, that's right. And if it does have to run its course, go out in the street if you need to. I said, look, maybe you need to go. Just out. quote, quote Michael McDonald of the Doobie Brothers. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. No, taking take it to the, the streets. streets. There was, a ti- there was a time in the early 80s where Michael McDonald sang on 90% of the songs that were released. He was the white Nate Dogg. I've always said this. Yes. Nate Dogg in the 90s and two early 2000s. Come on up to my castle, baby. baby see you got things, things on your mind. Come on up to my bedroom, baby. Having things is just fine. So, we, uh, so she wanted to write something on there. And in the midst of all of this- where I was trying to tamp down the don't make a thing about don't rile Rile them up. up. Don't (laughs) Don't rile them up. up. What was that from? Don't. I don't forget what it was. We We were watching some sporting event and we were riling up other people. Yeah. And they were like our anger and and Matt Matt Price Price kept saying saying, don't rile rile them up. He started chanting and that was riling us up. But in the midst of all this running controversy, I saw a guy outside and I'm, again, my whole thing is do not, don't, don't enter the rile fray. him up. Don't, don't enter the fray. And I saw a guy running on my street, barefoot running. You know, there's that trend of like, Bro. it's not even skeletos. Bro. We saw a guy in skeletos in, skeletos in a suit at the airport. I'm I like, hope you land on a hypodermic needle. Wh- what meeting are you going to where that, where is it that you, skeletos are- you can wear that with a, and I think it was a three piece suit. You can't be that important to wear those. You either have to own the company or you're an afterthought. Like even on Silicon Valley, when Gavin wore, I was like, that's a little, that might be gilding the little bit. We saw it live and I'm like, I can't even get angry about it. live. We saw it in the world. We saw it in the wild. This guy was running barefoot. I'm like, whatever skin things you're just putting out into the world. And I guess there's this idea that, oh, yeah, I run barefoot. That's the way our ancestors ran. Yeah, well, our ancestors weren't running on, like, there wasn't a lot of broken glass. Our ancestors didn't have the choice. It wasn't like, you know, Neanderthal man was like shunning Nike. Yeah. It wasn't like Yeezys came along and they're no, Neander- like, yeah, I think eh, I'll just stay. You know, it was I'm gonna my- stay. I'll stay with these calloused feet. Right. I'm going to stay with feet that are like gigantic because there's like, they're so puffy. I can't feel anything. So this guy was running. And the second he ran by my the house and I saw it, I was like picking up poop from the dog. And I saw this guy running by there. I was take like, take it to the streets. I was like, this ass. So I came back in and I'm like, get me on nextdoor.com. Get on. Get I got on. to write about Log this Log me guy. in. If you're, if you're running, take it to the streets. If you're barefoot, take it to your house. Yeah. Take it home. Bro. Um, Getting it, just, just, what do you do after you're barefoot and you're running? Do you just douse your feet in hand sand in Purell? We'll get to that because there's a story. <laughs> Let's about get it. to it right now. Purell, I'm just going to say it right now. Do, is Purell, to quote Dennis Green, who we thought Purell was? I don't know at this point. And Does I'm, it do what they say it do? Well, some people are trying to sue it. Gojo Industries, which is that who you thought? I thought, Gojo Industries, I thought just they made toys that kids swallowed and almost died from. You right. know what I mean? These robots have knives on them. Gojo what? Industries. Gojo Industries also sounds like it's a mixture of being a martial arts dojo right. and a kid's play place. It sounds like in a new Jackie Chan movie, that's the bad guy. Teach your three-year-old old- karate in this ball pit. Gojo right. Industries. No, no, but like he's the bad guy. No, the bad guy works for Gojo Shanghai Ind- Afternoon. That's right. Gojo whatever, Industries. Yeah. That's right. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read this. Mm-hmm. So pardon my look this way, but people who are listening, you don't give a damn. The maker of Purell hand sanitizer facing two class action lawsuits right now as we speak. Again, right now, people are still suing other people amidst mm-hmm. this pandemic. Gotta get that legal kill- that spirit down. Okay, gotta make money somehow. Facing two class action lawsuits, uh, accusing it of misleading claims that it can prevent ninety nine point nine percent of the illness causing germs out in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, legally they're like, no, wait, not legally they're like, if any disease comes up, they're like, that was the point one. That's in the point one percent. That's a point one. Every disease is in the point one. Right. Whatever disease you got, that's what. So the most recent lawsuit filed by four people, March thirteenth in federal court, the Northeastern District of Ohio, because I got nothing better to do, mm-hmm. comes as retailers scrambled. to keep hand sanitizer on the shelves. Says Purell's label says, and that not, it can kill 99.9 percent of the is, illness-causing germs. You know, they're the claiming claims it. Claims they're it's leaving misleading. the door open. They're saying it's misleading and implies sound scientific support would not exist. Did you think that apply, implies sound scientific No. 99.9% that is that like to me what sounds, a dummy says. That's right. When they're like, I'm 99.9% sure I could kick your ass. That's right. I'm going to kick 99.9%, 99.9% of, of your ass. It's like when a dumb person tries to sound scientific like or you, tries to make you sound like I got 100% of this covered. That's, I mean, that's how someone exaggerates. For people to be calling Purell on, it just means that they're dumber than Purell. To think that that meant that they ran scientific tests. No, ninety I'm 99.9% sure she doesn't have herpes. Look, that's what you say but, but, to your friend when you know she has herpes. But Purell never thought it would be... Thrust into the limelight quite like that. Purell was a it's, background player in a Broadway show who suddenly, now, right now, has the to do a solo. Purell was just good smelling rubbing alcohol. That's right? all it was. Like I bet people make like elderflower moonshine out of Purell in the hint in the foothills of West Virginia in the Smoky Mountains. Someone's making a Purell batch of moonshine as we speak. Purell was fun because you could make it disappear onto your hands. That was why, that's all people are like, look at this cool technology. It goes away and then your hands dry again. So I'm going to read some of the case here. Quote, these claims lack a scientific basis, rendering the affirmative misrepresentations misleading. I feel like this case is being argued by a seventh grader. Yeah. yeah, Right? Yeah. Uh, Your Honor, no fair. Okay. It's no fair. They pretended like it was science when it wasn't science. It's not science. I think they should be in big trouble, Your Honor. Right? (laughs) goji did gojo gojo did not immediately respond to a request for comment here you know, of course they didn't down. and They're the issue not was able to they said that purell has quote broken the public's trust broken the public's trust you're not married to purell do you know what i'm saying look if you're i understand these are desperate times if you're counting on purell solely People are like, God, I trusted Purell. I don't know who you Purell know? is anymore. Until until this went and happened. Yeah. I mean, I need hand sanitizer that I can trust. I want hand sanitizer I can sit down and drink a beer with. Yeah. All right? I need a hand sanitizer that won't leave me when I go out with my friends. Yes. I want hand sanitizer that shoots straight. When they say 99.9%, I want to know that they ran the tests. But 99.9% does leave the door open. I trusted you, Purell! Look, you, you can't put too much weight on Purell. That's too much weight on a thin back. That's right. So they in January, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration sent a letter to the maker of Purell warning Go- What, are you using Purell? <laughs> Warning Gojo against, on right now. against making unsubstantiated claims about the effectiveness of the products. The FDA cited several advertising campaigns suggesting that Purell could prevent the flu, the flu, Ebola, norovirus, and other deadly... Okay, so they did kind of lie. So And, now it, adds, and, and it adds two inches to your penis. Wait, what? That's I feel like Purell is overreaching in this instance. So demand, of course, Ball, is gonna, Male pattern baldness, it cures? No, no it won't. Erectile dysfunction... So there's a bottom line here, and this is the bottom line I say about Purell is that- measles, mumps. Should get rid of any stats on their label. That's what Purell should do. Just get rid of it and and just adopt this tagline, Purell. Smells like it works. Yeah. Right? That should be the new thing. Hey, Purell, look, it feels like it should work. Yeah, I mean, this, this has got to work, right, guys? That's what Purell should be. They should be your friend who doesn't know if the bungee cord is a hundred percent secure, but he's like, I mean, Oops. they're not going to let you. They're not going to let you die on it's this bungee thing. cord jumping. Yeah, that's right. How can it's it go fine. wrong? It's fine. It's don't wrong. overpromise. Nobody will get hurt. Purell. Don't ask, don't tell. That rhymes. Purell. It's one way to feel better. I guess. Yeah. I mean, look, if you did it like that, Purell. Curiosity killed the cat. Curiosity is a deadly virus that we probably can't stop. Yes. If you, okay, if they did that, boom. They're not saying they get rid of it. No, they're not. They're just saying, okay, we smell good. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you pretty clean. That's right. Also, don't touch a lot of people and put your hands in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then don't drink us. But we smell pretty, we're, we're pretty good smelling... Rubbing alcohol. That's what they should say, and that's it. And they're—I I don't know if they're going to win these lawsuits. Because at first, before I started, I was like against them, but now I'm actually—I I was on their side, but now I'm kind of against them. I don't know who. I think I don't I really know who should, to root for anymore at all. There, I think Ever. that's because no sports have been around. There's no You're sense trying of to good say, and bad. Who do I root for here? There's and there. no home team, no away team. There's yeah. no good. There's no evil yeah. anymore. This this virus has has removed my ability my, to understand who we should root for. My rooting compass is now gone, completely gone. And uh, well, let's take a break, shall we? Yeah, let's take a break. Uh, in this break, before we head to break. Uh, we have a voicemail We have a little uh, voicemail From our good buddy Dan Van Kirk Oh yeah Dan Van Kirk Who has a new podcast himself He's gonna tell you A little bit about that People are always asking us During this time What else should I be listening to There's well, a little recommendation Dan, Dan Van, Van Kirk our Has co- The goodnight Show Is uh, that what yeah, it's called? Uh, our, our co-host uh, The goodnight Show I thought was a kids show On PBS The Midnight Show No that was the I no. don't know what it is Dan's gonna tell you What it is Sleep uh, tight show uh, It is uh, a late night show Yeah that you can go to sleep to that will make you feel good that's uh, what dan van kirk does he makes you feel good he is our co-host from dumb people town and uh, check this out and then we'll go to break hey this is daniel van kirk you're actually listening to the theme from my brand new podcast called the good night show it's a late night podcast that drops every single night wherever you get your podcast and it's light and it's fun and episodes run anywhere from maybe 15 to 20 minutes never more than 30 and we cover topics like history of pop culture or notable days that are happening that week everything from small town news to positive things that we've seen from around the internet or have even been sent in by you plus we have unsolved mysteries sex and relationship advice and a couple times a month we even bring in a guest for an interview and those will be people from the comedy world and beyond it's called the Goodnight show i hope you check it out and i hope you like it All right. Welcome back. I uh, hope you guys are doing well again. Thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing this podcast. It's growing. We appreciate the people who watch the clips and comment on our Instagram page. We are uh, trying to make sure. I think it should be up on Stitcher at this point. Someone had asked yes. about that. Thank you for uh, that. Thank you, LA Magazine, for mentioning us as one of the uh, podcasts you should be listening to to get you through this coronavirus. That felt great. Look, so, we know we don't know when the end is. We're going to continue to do this uh, throughout this. This is. Let me just say, truthfully, this is... Is not easy for us. We do are taking a slight risk by me being in Randy's space right mm-hmm. now, uh, and me being away from my family in this time. It's is not, not easy, it's not easy to do it. Uh, but we believe that this is one of the things we can do to yeah. help and to put what we believe good is good vibes, mm-hmm. creativity comedy into a dark place and try to find some light. So that's why we're doing this. We will continue to do it throughout this process and try to give you guys that little break every single day uh, that will help you lift your spirits a little bit. And hopefully we can get you to uh, maybe give you some good advice, uh, like this next story. Uh, Look out for people trying to take advantage of you. I'm just going to say that right now. Okay. Because it doesn't stop when we hit a pandemic. By the way, especially old people are the targets. Old people are the targets of this pandemic, and there are targets of people trying to get them to do stuff. But I'll say this to the old people out in the world, and if you're an old person you're listening to this, I get you. I got duped. Remember when I got duped. duped? Yep. Randy got duped. I was on a class field trip that I was chaperoning for my then, she was now in seventh grade, but then sixth grader. And I'm on this class field trip. They're at like a writing workshop. I get a phone call, like three phone calls from a number I don't recognize. I pick it up. I start talking to him. It's a guy with an Indian accent, not Native American, India from India, Uh beeping going on like it's, being recorded by the government. He's saying he's from the social security office and that my social security number has been used in a crime. And then he starts to go on and on. He needs my uh, bank. How would it have been used in a crime? He said my thing was used to rent a car and that car now has blood in it and drugs and it's sitting on the Mexican border. Now, a blood drug car on the Mexican border? Even saying it right now, I realize how <laughs> stupid it is. But in the moment when the phone is beeping, when the guy is, he, I got to give him credit. As far as an improv guy, the guy's unflappable. He was hanging in there hard and you it's were on a field Harvey trip. better than Harvey Korman. He wasn't breaking. I'm on a field trip with my kids. I'm freaking, with my daughter. I'm outside of this field trip. I'm freaking out. I start to give the guy my bank information and my social security. Then, of course, I, you know, thankfully had LifeLock and went nuts in terms of trying to put in barriers and whatnot once I realized everything that was going on. Everyone's telling me get so off the since, phone. So, since you did that, because I don't just answer the phone, I just ignore anything that, but like now, then, now I answer the af- phone and I, go after I'm them. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? Yeah, well, oh, there's a cocaine car with my yeah, cocaine car. With my hey, yeah, can, can, can hang you on, say I'm it just, louder? Because the cops who are on the line, and then they hang up, and then I call back, and I'm like, hey, man, what happened? Yeah, you just, uh, you, you oh, keep, oh it. And then they hang up on you again, and you hang, call back, and you be like, here's the deal. You're done. You're finished. I know you probably don't care about this and you're just trying to make money, but you made a huge mistake getting into this business because now your life is over. Every choice <laughs> you, you made, thre- You can't threaten it. I was like, "Don't look! Don't look, look over, over your, your shoulder, shoulder, bro." You can't say, that. "And I will be there with a broken piece of glass." No, and I'm gonna shove it into the back of your neck. I'm not gonna kill you, but I'm gonna make it so you there can't was walk just, anymore. Let me just say, there was is a that mo- too much. Yeah, there was a moment two years ago where someone said there was a car with cocaine and blood in it at the Mexican border, and it is somehow linked <laughs> to you. And I thought to myself, "I gotta get out of this." Suddenly, I was like Harrison Ford in The Fugitive. I'm standing. I didn't kill my wife. I'm standing on a drain pipe. With with a 100-foot drop, and I'm just like, it's now or never. I, I was in it deep. So, old people, watch out, because they're coming for all of us, specifically you. And this yes. happened the other day. A If uh, something comes up and someone accuses you of anything in these moments. Yesterday, a Brookville, this is on Thursday, so this is dropping on Monday. So, last week, a Brooksville, Florida man, of course this happened. Florida, man, Received a COVID-19 relief check from the government. Nope. For $3,000 nope. in the mail. Okay. The bill had not been passed yet. Right. But this guy's getting a check in the mail, which by the way, it's not coming in the mail. Just like the social security office will never call you. They will send you a letter. So it's not coming in the mail. It's going to be added to your tax relief. Right. When taken you're off, taken of, off of whatever you owe on your tax. So you're not even going to get the money. But like the $2.2 2 trillion thing hasn't even passed yet. And then it said on their call a number... On the accompanying letter to continue to claim relief checks in the future. That's the begin. They're like, oh, I get to keep claiming. Yeah, Here's you just three thousand. We're going to and we're going to keep claiming stuff. So when a local news station, kudos to the. I mean, I'm assuming the person walked the letter over to the local news, news station, station yeah. or just did whatever. No, they, they called them. They probably took called a photo the, on a landline. Them. Yes, on a landline connected line. to the wall. Called the local news station, which they had probably had on speed dial. Right. That probably like the local news station, this this person in Brooksville, Florida, is like right above one of their uncles. Yes. <laughs> in the in the list Our of nephews. That, that's right. In the list okay. of the nep- nephews. That's right. So they called them up and the local news station called this number. And what they realized, it was a number for a trucking and carport business. Ooh. That's exactly the type of people who do this stuff. A trucking and carport business. To me, if someone says, what are you in? Uh, what, do you, what kind of business are you in? Okay. But doesn't that give what it away? What kind of business are you in? Co- trucking and carports. The mob. You're in the mob. Yes, you are in the mafia. You're trying to you're trying to scam old people. It's the right. same people. If it's in Florida and it's the mob in Florida, I'm like, these are the McMillions people. Did you not see McMillions? Okay, that's who these people are. This is how They're trying you to get, get your money. So that's where we're at. Fake companies sending out fake relief checks. So 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 it was a trucking company. So that you would then give all this other information. But even if it came up that it was a trucking and carport, why would you give your information to them? I don't know if she gave this person or he. No, gave no, it. I'm just saying, but like that to me is where this story falls apart because if they called that number and it came up as a trucking and carport company, I mean, then wouldn't you, as saying, oh, sorry, I got the wrong number, I guess. I'm just trying to collect. I'm just saying, the money two years ago, chair. I was on the phone outside of my cocaine kids field trip, car, cocaine car, full at the of blood, board, and I was board. like, how do I get down there and stop this? Who died? You you thought I'm you were in, in Breaking Bad That's right I'm like Jeez. how do we how do we erase this Who am I throwing into a bucket of acid To make this thing go away That's literally what I started with here I wish I mean I st- I haven't started watching Game of Thrones yet Because I just don't you have You need to family. Jay You need to Two episodes a day I could be through this by the time this thing ends Yeah and What any are there, like 80 you, episodes? I don't 100? know A hundred It's a bunch Not a hundred And they're like an hour and a half each I mean if Here's the thing Old person sees a letter come from the mail. They're like, Gotta be official. Yeah. It has to be official. Because that's how they grew up. Came to the, that's right. Got a letter. Be careful. We are debunking everything on this show today Purell, fake relief checks. My baby, she wrote me a letter. (laughs) I wonder if that, if they could reboot that song, update it and say, My baby, she wrote me an email? A text or an email. All right. I want to talk about this story because this happened, Jay. Cristiano Ronaldo. It's in the world of sports. If you don't know who Cristiano Ronaldo is, he's one of the most famous. He and Lionel and Lionel Messi are the two most famous. Well, they're in the debate. And they're Neymar. in the Jordan they're in this sort of Jordan LeBron, LeBron debate of who's the greatest soccer player alive. And they're actually both playing at the same time. Which is insane. And you could make an argument for either. Portuguese player who plays now for Juventus, which is one of the top Italian league mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the Syria uh, Italian League, and and this Juventus usually almost every year makes it to the Champions makes it to the League, the, the Champions League in Europe. So they have like a an international fan base. Juventus does in the same way that teams like AC Milan, Inter and, Milan, and uh, Roma, Barcelona, teams like that around the country, around the world. Real Madrid. Are- so he played from Real Madrid. He's from yeah. Portugal. Yeah. And he's now plays for Juventus. And of course, the Italian soccer teams are the ones that are immediately, as in all of Italy gets shut down. Right. He was said to have just, he was like, he kept saying, I got to go visit my mom in Portugal. I want to leave. I, I want to need- leave. I got to leave. Who's gotta- he saying that to? The to team? the team and the te- I Don't keep me here. There are gonna be no games. I'm gonna go visit my mom in Portugal. To which, what do you got to say? You got to be like, and go I think, visit your mom. And I think he donated a million euros, which at this point, because of the market, is worth about three hundred dollars. Yeah, a million. That was well, remember. Remember, we were in Turkey, and we had seven hundred and fifty thousand Turkish, Turkish lira. lira. That was about twenty five bucks. Yeah. Those you say. I feel like about. A How m- do you feel? I feel, I feel like, like a, a million, million Turkish, Turkish lira. lira. So thirty seven dollars. Yeah, basically. So, uh, and that's the way we felt a lot of the time in when we were there. Yes. But Cristiano Ronaldo donated money there, and he's donated money to hospitals in Italy, so he's not a bad guy. But he said, I got to get home. I got to see my mom. And what are you going to say? No. No. Do you not going to go see your mom? So he lets him go. And meanwhile, he, they told the other players on the team, you can't go. You're not allowed it's to Cristiano go. Ronaldo. He's player of the year. You got to let him do whatever he wants. So he says, I want to go home. And then he starts posting pictures online. There were pictures posted online. I don't know if it was him posting or people caught him. Lounging, hanging out by his pool, shirt off. Now this guy is insane, in insanely great shape. Even for a soccer player, most soccer players are in incredible shape. This guy is like Chris Angel. He's like the Chris Angel of of which we've always said that Chris Angel. You don't need that many abs to do magic. You do not need. And most magicians in Vegas, particularly, they're vain. They they're they're good good shape. They're orange. Lance Burton. We all know what he looks like. Sure, Chris Angel. You only he was too cut. Too ripped. You only need one ab for magic. That's right. Abracadabra. That's what we say. That's the only ab you need. So now he's in trouble, you know, out by the pool. He's upset his team. How is this? Yeah, because they're all like, well, wait, why can't we go? But if I'm him and I have abs like that, let me, let's me reverse it. If you did have abs like that, you'd want to show them off. Right. Okay? During a but- corona, sequestering a quarantine, at a funeral, at a bris, you'd probably wear a half shirt just to show what you got building dedication Come on. a building dedication you can't you can't be that guy you're you're not worried about money you're not worried about anything if you have to don't let anyone take your picture that's right or get an indoor pool get an indoor pool or you don't You have enough money to get an indoor don't lounge out by the pool you got out of your situation if you, just If hang you're at not your going to go home to visit your mom like you said you <laughs> or were or go visit your mom i want to tell the story about the building dedication and then we'll get out of here okay Do you remember? So when we were kids, when we were little, probably like what ten? Yeah, ten or eleven. Ten or eleven, and we were young, just about to hit puberty. I think it was eleven or twelve because our bar mitzvah was one of the last bar mitzvahs at the old synagogue. That's right. They opened the new synagogue. They opened up a new. They opened up a new synagogue that we went to in St. Louis out out west in St. Louis by us, and they broke ground and they started to build the-, the They had a whole, cornerstone ceremony. Right, where they did it. Now, our parents around that time, and maybe it's because our parents didn't have a lot of money. They weren't buying us new clothes every time we grew. Yeah. We usually wore clothes past the point of when they should have been- Yes. Because we just needed to make them fit. Uh And they- we were they said we were constantly picking at our crotches. Just like pulling pulling out. underwear out, and I guess the shorts were too small, and we were just constantly and our parents for a brief this this period 80 of eighty three brief period of time. Some of the only communication we'd have with them, stop picking your crotch. <laughs> Which by the way, I get that. Stop having, picking your crotch. I have an 11 year old boy, and there are things that I tell him stop to do picking constantly. your crotch. Stop picking your crotch. And we would our response back every single time is we're no. not. We're not. We're not. We're not picking our crotch. We're not. So the building dedication- We're not. We were so adamant about not picking our crotch. (laughs) So the building dedication happens, and it happens out west, and there's a photographer to document it. Now- for some reason, why did we feel the need to stand right behind the rabbi as he dug the first thing of uh, Well, he was laying a brick into well, the Well he he did dig a thing and then he was laying the first brick into the cornerstone that is that later became the sanctuary of the synagogue. It was biblical, the cornerstone. Right. Okay. This guy's the cornerstone of our community. Rabbi Lipnick, putting the thing down in there. Okay, the and we'll tell one Rabbi that the Lipnick. The builder refuse. Okay. So, and then we'll tell one rabbi living story and we're out of here. And so there were pictures of us standing by again in the paper, our response to our parents all the time where they're like, stop picking your crotch. We're like, We're we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not in the local Jewish newspaper, the Jewish light in St. Louis. There was a picture of this stone dedication and we are standing behind the rabbi watching him put the brick in. And what are we doing? our both crotches. of us, like deep. So like like three fingers deep into pulling material away from our job. Evidence that they our parents were right and we were wrong. Just crotch grabbers. That's all we were at that picking time. Picking at our crotch. And it wasn't even sexual. It was just to get relief from clothes that were too small. I know. Um Jay, so Tell this uh, story and then we'll get out of here. All right. Rabbi Lipnick. Well, uh, should we save it for tomorrow? Uh, all right. Yeah. We'll say that tomorrow. We'll tell you a great Sto- Rabbi Lipnick story. Our, a great our Rabbi Lipnick story on the next show. All right. There we there go. There you go. That's a show. Uh, Thanks so much, guys! Again for subscribing, uh, rating, reviewing. I hope you're enjoying this. Tell us what you want to hear more of, what you want to see more of, uh, and we'll we'll do it, man. We're we're right there with you. We really appreciate everybody who's supported this show. Stop grabbing your crotch. Stop grabbing your crotch. We're, we're, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. We love you guys. Punch a water faucet and then go wash your hands. We are out.